0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode nine, season three. It's Shrews Views. I'm your host today, Nathan Judah, and I'm delighted to be joined by, of course, Shrewsbury Town reporter extraordinaire, slightly tired, slightly beleaguered, slightly fatigued, but he's here the very next morning. I, w- I would like to say, after the Lord Mayor's. Parade slash show, but it's not quite that. Ollie Westbury, Ollie Westbury. Good morning, this Wednesday morning. How are you, sir? How are you, my fine friend?
1: Oh, i would have been better if Shrewsbury had scored last night, nathan I'm not going <laughs> to lie.
0: Just one goal. Just one goal.
1: Any any which way, shape or form, I don't care. I don't care if it's a pass back to the goalkeeper and he goes to kick it and he misses it and it goes straight in. I just want to oh, see man. a goal. I want to write that tweet where it goes,
0: go. goal. goal. <laughs> um, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, Honestly, like, obviously, I've been doing this for at the ENS slash SS for about eight and a half years. And I reckon from the start of my tweeting life, you know, when I have to join, I mean, I don't do any social media. I've, I've never had a Facebook, never had an Instagram, never had anything of that. So, you know, Twitter was the first or X, as they call it now, was the first ever social media tool that I had. And you know, the, I look back and my first ever goal. I was doing a Wolves game. I think it was against Crew or somewhere like that. It was just a goal, and I feel like every single year, an O is added to goal. <laughs> and I feel like every, but I feel like that should nationwide. That should the journalists, and now it is. I mean, people will obviously know and love uh, Joe Massey, and now of course is the you know the press officer at Shrewsbury Town. But he was notorious for a long goal. I mean, I think he. He used 12 or 13 O's, and that was yeah, pretty yeah, much every yeah, single week. So what are you what are you at now, O's wise, even though you haven't had practice for, for quite some time?
1: I think I've forgotten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what what I am used to
1: writing at the moment is I am used to writing um goal yes. in lowercase letters <laughs> with a full stop. <laughs> Maybe the minute and that's one, it. One nil Oxford.
0: <laughs> oh mate. I mean, let's let's get to the most important thing straight away. Um, what did you stop off at the services, and if so, what did you eat? Um, it was a late night for you, so was it was it a late night snack on the way back? Was it something there? Did Did Oxford look after you in a, from a from a food point of view, from a puka pie point of view? What went down? What are you going to be really
1: disappointed in me? Um, oh come on, man! So, so I, I arrived. Well, we had a, we had some meetings in the office yesterday. So we did I we had le- some meetings I, in the afternoon, yeah. Yeah. So I, so I left the touch early, mm. and I arrived. I arrived at Oxford at five to five, um, okay. <laughs> for a quarter to <laughs> eight kickoff. So that surprise, surprise, they wouldn't let me in. Oh
0: um, no!
1: So me and the aforementioned Mister Massey and a few of the Shrews media team went over to the pub, <laughs> adjacent Lovely, to gra- adjacent to the ground, to kill some time. Yeah, um, yeah. And then once we got in there, we had I had a lovely pie. Actually, it was a kicking oh. chicken pie. Um, a bit a of a, kicking a, a, chicken pie. Yeah, like a bit of a mix between a Balti and like a Caribbean spice pie. It was it was it was good.
0: Um, and oh, was so it just kicking? As in, like they just used basically the legs and the grizzle? Is that more what kicking is? <laughs> I, I don't know. It was nice anyway. It was nice.
1: I I I kind of found that it don't ask questions just eat um yes. so that was that was kind of what i did but i must admit on the way home i was boring Nate. i was real boring oh. i had i had some cheese cobs and some some bacon fries left over from Ooh. from what i've taken for lunch and i uh, i smashed them whilst following the satnav home on the m40
0: you can't beat a cheese cob one hand, one hand on the wheel. Don't do that, obviously. People yeah. listen to that, but you know, I need a little bit of pickle in there though. Yeah, it Colin. was dry
1: is it. It was really was it? dry. It was dry. Yeah, um, I had a bit. I had to wash it down with uh, with with my Buxton bottle of water. So, um... <laughs> oh,
0: sparkling or still?
1: <laughs> no, still. Come on,
0: mate. Oh, I need still. sparkling. Come mate. I need sparkling in my life. Come on, I've got, I've, you're speaking to the guy who's got a sparkling water tap installed in his home. Come on, you wouldn't think anything less, would you? <laughs>
1: So yeah, but but the, the hospital. I like Oxford. Nice press room. I said to I said mm. uh, actually um a, a bit annoyed that we've got them so early in the season. They're a good this is a good ground to go to in the middle of December when it's absolutely mm. freezing because they've got a really big press room and you can just sit and work away. And you know I didn't come out of the press room until five minutes before kickoff and then you can work mm. away in that after the game. So you know. I quite like the facilities that they have on show at, at Oxford. So it's a bit of a blow that we actually went there when it was warm because it's a good one that keeps you keeps you out of the cold during the cold winter.
0: Some might say public school, board, private and education, etc. That uh, Oxford might have been your destination university, Ollie. Is that not the case?
1: Uh, no, no, no. I'm as thick as two short planks, mate. So uh, <laughs> absolutely no chance. Um, but I know it's, it's Matt Taylor, Shrewsbury Town boss. He lives there. He's stayed in his own bed. Does he? Yeah, yeah, he lives he? in Oxford. Um, I don't think he's moved up, so um, well, thought, maybe, maybe, he maybe he's got a place, but but he's but he's <laughs> but his family live in Oxford, so I know he was he was spending the, the evening before the game back mm. at back at home because he he told me so. Um. And his pretty much press conference. So.
0: Well, it's so, probably. Yeah. I'm sure some of the Oxford fans would have probably bought a pint or two if we did go to the pub after that result, mate. Yeah. Hey, Oxford three, Shrewsbury nil. What did you make of it? <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know. I oh, don't it's, ask. It's, it's, do it's we have to talk tonight. about it? We, we just carry on talking about food. We do have to talk about it a little bit, but uh, I mean, just just obviously another really disappointing game. Some some bad mistakes um, some changes that maybe were surprised a few. Surprise what what was um what was your overall summary of what you saw last night, Ollie? <sighs> I, I wish we could show this on video but he's it he looks like he's um he's losing the will to live he's only 7 7 weeks into the season i don't know where to start
1: to be honest i mean mm. i think probably best to start from the team selection yeah. Um. If, and I wrote this in my match report. I'm trying to do my match report slightly different. Trying to move the story on for the next mm-hmm. day's paper. And 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 obviously by the time they get out there, they're an hour after. So I'm trying to move them on a bit more and 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 put a bit more comment into them. So I wrote along the lines of, you know, on Saturday it felt like. Shrewsby had, to a point, changed the narrative. I know it was a nil-nil draw against Charlton, and it's not like the world's best result in the world, but it felt as though they'd slightly changed the narrative to the point where they played really well, probably their best performance of the season, had Mm -hmm. four really good chances to score, but just didn't take them, so didn't pick up any points. Mm -hmm. But it felt like, over the course, it felt like a real small win for Matt Taylor. You know, he's been getting a lot of criticism. Shrewsby hadn't scored at that stage for five games, but at the end of that game, it was then six, but it felt like a small win for Matt Taylor and his team. I cannot work, out, well, I know why, because he's explained it to me about the sports science reasons. But ha- after that, I feel as though when you make four changes, I mean, Shrewsbury are not Man City. We are no. not in a position where we can make four changes to a team that's not playing that well. Hmm. And, you know, I, I, and go out there and, and, and win a game of football. You know, we, we're not that good. Um, and we, we played four made four changes. Um, two of the players who played really well at the weekend, um, Brandon Fleming, Taylor Perry, um, came out of the side, and then and and then we, we picked a centre half at left wing back who then got sent off. Um, so you know the reasons. I understand the sports science reasons. You know that the, some of the guys are tired and the that, you know. I mean, I, I do struggle a little bit with the tiredness. I mean, it wasn't that long ago there was an international break where they didn't play for two weeks. Well,
0: I mean, Ollie, um, you know, you take away. OK, you know, they're playing Saturday to Saturday, really. I mean, I know there's a couple of midweek games, and but I'm kind of excluding the, the Football League trophy games because whether you want to play a full strength, I mean, you can basically play reserves in that if you want to. You know, so I, I just don't understand it, really. It's not, like you say, you're early into the season. These are professional footballers. Um, I know for a fact that professional footballers would rather play two games in a week than go and do training Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. That's for an absolute fact. I'm just stunned, really, when... You're coming out with these like you say at league one level you're not manchester city you're not playing champions league and then premier league and then you've got carabao cup games you need to win all this is um this is your bread and butter so it doesn't doesn't wash with me really
1: no no i mean i mean i, I i'm i mean I, i'm i'm with you to be honest I, I feel as though it was just an unnecessary risk to take it was it was mm. kind of like it te- you no know, the the what the one change i thought was a valid one was, was Udo. Um, Dan Udo has not played a lot of football Mm -hmm. in the last year he's been out Mm -hmm. with an ACL injury and he's probably been used too much so far this season so three Mm -hmm. games in a week I can kind of see that you know one subtle change you know I'd have thought okay you know but I mean four changes and and it just what it did is, is the fans who are already probably not quite convinced it just kind of what well, what's what's going on we've played well and now we've made we've left and it wasn't just the four changes it was it was the more the fact that the players that had been left out were the ones who had actually done pretty well at the weekend and mm. you know probably been the difference and the improvement i mean brandon fleming at left wing back was was re- i thought was really good um so yeah i mean yeah the, the Shrewsbury be town boss is the man who's paid to make the decisions he will live and die by those decisions i mean that's the way that the, the game works um, and I do, I, I do understand the sports science aspect of it, but I just think the position that Shrewsbury are in—they haven't scored for six games. You pick your best team, you know. Yeah. If they're knackered after sixty minutes, take them off. <laughs> but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you can argue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's my that's my opinion. Um, I was just I was I was gobsmacked and I, and as soon as the team news come out I thought shoot they've got to get results if they don't get results mm. they're going to get pelters and, and they didn't mm. and he got pelters and it so happens yeah. that the guy who he brought in to play at left wing back got sent off as well um, yeah so
0: yeah. It, not, bad, not good. it was a bad night it was it was, it was bad. a bad night in the office but uh, go on it was just uh, it was a bad night, it was a bad night. <laughs> bad night. um two uh, two shockers as well in goal unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I feel it's. I I wouldn't want to criticize Marco Morosi too much because I feel like he has been, he's been excellent. Um, You know, I think he's been a really, really good player for Shrewsbury over the last eighteen months. Um, Very few mistakes, very reliable. Won them points, uh, made it really, really good saves, and has actually, you know, he's not made many errors whatsoever. Yeah. Last night he did, he made two out of character. I think you can, people, goalkeepers are going to make mistakes. Like, you know, it's going to happen. The problem mm-hmm. with the goalkeeper is when you make sometimes half a mistake, you know, you get punished. And, you know, it was the way he came out to claim the first cross, he just got his fingertips to it. And, you you know, the, the chances of him just getting his fingertips to it and it knocked it on perfectly into the path of Stevens to just yeah. volley it in. And you just mm-hmm. think, well, on another day, he could have got you know, an, an extra inch or two on that. It would have been waist-high and it would have gone out mm-hmm. for a throw-in on the other side. But so happens, it went in. The third yeah. one was a howler. Like an absolute... Mm. Have you seen the mm. third goal? Yeah, I've
0: seen it, yeah. I saw about an hour ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's just That's just another thing. Like that's something that Taylor doesn't need because it, it just makes it. It looks comical, isn't it? Like yeah, letting a yeah. goal in like that when yeah. you know things are against you. It makes that, you look like a. It makes the team look like a laughing stock. Um, I heard that little woof there, and I saw your yeah, got- your face.
0: I've got a couple of Pomeranians kicking around at my heels, to be honest. I've got a gardener coming in about 10 minutes, so it could all go, could all go peak tongue, mate. I'll be honest. Yes. <laughs> um but, I mean 70% possession for, for Oxford. You look at the stats, 14 shots to, to Shrewsbury's four, five on target to the one, you know, 30% possession for Shrewsbury. Um, you know, the pass accuracy, 66% for Shrewsbury compared to 87% Oxford, 704 passes to, to Shrewsbury's 288. Um, you know. It's it's not great reading really from let's be honest a side who are decent and should be you know should quite rightly towards the the top of the table but I'm not sure whether they should be getting dominated in in these kind of games especially when you're bringing those kind of fresh legs in
1: yeah I mean I, I must I must say Oxford are the best side I've seen so far this year okay H- have, having said that with my uh, sickness and holiday record um <laughs> I haven't seen that many other sides yeah um but they are the best side they passed the ball around they were very physical um I uh, we, we we didn't lay a glove on them at uh, no stage mm. did we ever put them under well, any pressure didn't anyway well well no no <laughs> um no so yeah D- disappointing disappointing from a shrews perspective you know with the performance um And there's part of me that just thinks they turned up to try and get a draw and that actually the most important game of the week is on Saturday. Now, we've seen that happen before. That is a risky strategy. Mm -hmm. It's a risky strategy. Um, You know, I I felt like if we'd have have come out and played the way we had done, I I mean, I'm all for... We don't have to... The Shrewsbury are an out-of-possession side. Matt Taylor said said that to me on a number of occasions, that he's an out-of-possession coach. He's Mm -hmm. better when they haven't got the ball. Um, So, you know... And, and, and they didn't they didn't actually carve town open. I mean, the second goal was a free kick, mm-hmm. a set piece. I mean, that's not the way you want to concede when you're playing mm-hmm. against a good side. And the other two goals are howlers. And they didn't completely just keep hammering down the door, but they didn't have to, really, because Shrewsbury were one down from an error and then two down and down to 10 men. And, you know, they never got out of second gear and they never were required to get out of second gear, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. It was just a... As far as an evening's work go, it was probably if you're an Oxford fan, it was probably as comfortable as you could get watching watching and get watching your side pick up three points. It just.
0: I mean, yeah. you're talking you're talking about team selection and and you know four changes and you know maybe the looking at the big game on Saturday against Northampton and and I get it, but to a certain extent, it's a dangerous it's a dangerous game to play if you're a new coach, new boss. And you're almost resting players with an eye on Saturday. I don't think you can give up, not, not that they're giving up these games, but it almost felt like, you know, okay, we've got a cracking chance of winning. We need a win. Saturday is what we're eyeing up against Northampton Town. But it's a, it's it's pretty dangerous if you're writing off games like this, albeit it was always going to be a difficult game. Um, yeah. Especially for the supporters who are travelling on a night. What have you seen from like the fans? Obviously, you, know, you speak to quite a few of them as well. Are, are they... Frustrated. I mean, social media—you know—you can take with a pinch of salt at times, but you know, it does give you a range of opinion. Um, but from the fans that you see in and around the ground, inside the chants, etc., is it very much still support towards mm-hmm. Matt Taylor and to this squad, or is a is a frustration already kind of sinking in there with um, from a vocal point of view?
1: There's an immense level of frustration from what you read on social media. Um, it, it was pretty positive at, at at the meadow on saturday to be fair mm-hmm. um but yeah there, there's an immense level of frustration i mean we're not scored for seven goal seven yeah, games seven games yeah yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's it's bad it's bad Ordering on cheltenham levels yeah we well well yeah i mean i mean and the goal that we did score was Dan Udo picked it up just on the edge of his own box and ran the whole length of the pitch to mm-hmm. to kind of slot it past the goalkeeper mm-hmm. um and, you know, that at no stage, you know, you know, I, I wrote my introduction with, with 20 minutes to go that Shrewsbury yeah. had gone seven games without yeah. scoring because at no stage did <laughs> they ever Doesn't look, even look like, like they were going to score. No.
0: No.
1: Um, so, yeah, I mean, I love this job, but man, I want to see a
0: goal. I need, yeah. a, goal. I need,
1: I need a goal. I need to uh, pick me up. I feel for the fans. I do feel for them because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not it's it's not been it's not been um it's not been good so far
0: no well it's it's not and its look it's not uh, it's not cheap to go and watch you know whether you play whether no, watching no, no, premier no, league football not. or league 1 football it's it, it, it's it's an expensive hobby and uh, especially when you go in there on a Tuesday night mm. it's um it definitely is it definitely makes it that you need to be you need to be fully invested and you want to see some goals i mean goodness me the entertainment factory is pretty brutal we knew when taylor came in and uh, i get it sure has lost players lost key players in the summer um, but they've got to be doing better than this, don't they? From a from a player's point of view, I know he's changed it slightly as well in the way that they do. You know, like you say, he's almost more of a counter-attacking side, and that they he prefers for them not to have the ball. But um, do you feel the players are, and there's a cohesion being shown on the pitch, or do you feel that they look a little bit lost and a little bit like it's going to take them time to to get to get it right on the pitch?
1: Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think the players will always remain positive. I think that's just the way, you know, that professional sport works. I think I think they will, you know, remain positive and yeah. So from, from what I can see at the moment, the, the I, I, I don't think I think there's, there's effort there. The players are putting mm-hmm. in effort and they're trying. It, they're, try, they're, they're trying. It's just not working, you know. Yeah. And I, I do really, I do feel that like. A couple of goals does, you know, a win, a couple of wins, like back-to-back wins does change things. Mm. It's just hard to see where back-to-back wins come from when you haven't scored for seven games. There's a clear, you know, there's a clear goal scoring problem, isn't there? Um, Mm. But they won't be too far away. And and I, 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 I don't look at the players and I don't think that they're, that They've down tools. I don't mm-hmm. think that's all. I feel like they're trying. They're trying. It's a new group. I mean, 14 players have turned over in the summer. It's 14 new mm-hmm. players, mm-hmm. a new coach. Yeah. And all new staff, new yeah. sports science staff, new medical yeah. staff. It is literally a whole new operation. Yeah. Um,
0: there's going to be teething problems,
1: isn't there? Yeah, there's going to be teething problems. Now, now notwithstanding that, other clubs are in the same position. Of course. Like other clubs have got new coaches, other clubs mm-hmm. have signed new players, mm-hmm. and they might be doing it a little bit better than us. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's been. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It's, it's tough at the moment. It's really tough. It mm-hmm. is really really tough, and you know, I, I feel for. I, I do feel for the fans. Um.
0: Uh, any players who uh, maybe in that recent last couple of games who are coming out with some credit in their bank? Do you feel? Well, I suppose the the lads who played. Well, well, well while I go and grab my dogs, so I'll I'll leave you to talk about that. It might be a very (laughs) short, short answer, but try and buy me a minute and a half while I go and grab these two. (laughs) Well, I think that Taylor Perry, um,
1: Taylor Perry has done pretty well this season, and he's kind of come out of the side on Sat. Well, last night um, against Oxford, so um, I feel as though he's done. Um, you know a pretty good job in the Shrewsbury eleven so far this season, and I suppose he comes out with credit because he didn't play last night until he came on as a substitute towards the end of the game. So I feel as though he, he's done, he's done pretty well. Um, it's a funny story actually because uh, after pressers um, each week, I I go to Costa in Telford, and um, I was sat in Costa doing my work um on Tuesday I think I put it in slack actually you might have seen it and i was sat in Costa doing all my work and uh in walks Taylor Perry oh yes <laughs> yeah he's, he I did see that in. actually yeah yeah and he came we'll over to was, legend. yeah well yeah well yeah I don't think there's any such thing um <laughs> um so he came over and he and, and I was chatting away to him. And he's he's from he actually he's from where I'm from in 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 the Black Country. So he's from mm. my neck of the woods. Um, and you know he was like, yeah, we've played pretty well. We just can't score. We can't convert our chances. I mean, I know he's got to say that. I know he's got to say that. But but you know, I, I had a good chat to Carl Winchester at the training ground as well. And he and he's like, yeah, it'll, it'll turn for us. It'll turn for us. You know, we're doing the right things. We're doing the right things. And I honestly think the players do actually believe that. Mm. Um, so. I mean, obviously, these are chats that, you know, that they're not like I haven't got my dictaphone out in front of them. I'm not sure, recording sure. what they're saying. I'm just chatting to them. I mean, about...
0: I, I mean Taylor Perry will be particularly happy if you like all of a sudden you just got the old dictaphone. You just like just slowly just putting it towards him while he's um, yeah. ordering his. I'm trying to work out what Taylor Perry's order. He seems to me like a um, a latte type of guy, a medium latte maybe it's costas i'm trying to think of the the menu at costa costa's poor compared to starbucks for me um he's, he's already oh, eating no, that that's day. a terrible shout no mate no oh, mate because they've got starbucks, starbucks, starbucks they've, got, is... they've got your protein egg bites there now so you get your red pepper egg bites you get two of them 140 calories each two packs of them heated up you get your blonde americana which is the best tasting coffee and you're good to go you, you get a grenade bar from double h smith you're away that's you done for three hours costa you're struggling a little bit taylor perry's gone he's ordered a medium latte full fat milk he's ordered a kind <laughs> bar dark chocolate and he's got some bears for for afters
1: and he's just found out that he's not in the team as well <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. oxford
0: have <laughs> um, two kind bars please <laughs>
1: yeah um protein egg bites i mean what the hell would you would you would you eat them for
0: Mate, when your metabolism starts slowing down at forty-two, you can you, you can't have many carbs and fat. You've just got to go protein all the way. Do that <laughs> little bit of gym work, you can get you can get away with it for another three three or four years.
1: <laughs> right, okay. I mean, that sounds they sound uh, yuck. Um, yeah. So so I, bump, I bumped into him. He was pretty positive. Um, mm. He was pretty positive. Um, you know, at that moment, I didn't know that he wasn't playing at Oxford. Um, so so yeah. It's, oh, I don't know, mate. I, I don't know. I just. Fingers crossed they can get a positive result on, on on the weekend and everything will look a little bit more rosy.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, look, I, I don't want to say this because, you know, it's very early days, but 19th in the table, 10 points in 10 games. Uh, Reading, um, 22nd with six points. Wigan, uh, 23rd with five points. And Cheltenham, of course, as we all know, haven't failed to score four north against 19. And even though... Early on in the season, they look pretty doomed, don't they, at the bottom of the table. But are are Shrewsbury in a relegation battle um, from what you've seen so far, or do you think it needs a little bit more time? Well, I think what
1: you have to take into consideration with that league table is that those teams, who Wigan and Reading, who are below Shrewsbury, also have got points deductions of some description. I don't know what they exactly are. but. Mm. Obviously, if you look at their results, um, I was looking at the league one table actually just before we came on. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at Wigan, I mean, they've won four games. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, they'd, so, they'd, they'd be top half. I mean, yeah, Reading, yeah, I Reading mean, they'd
1: would be, be without their points
0: be similar similar to Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'd be,
1: yeah, they're in the bottom three because of their points deductions, mm-hmm. which kind of makes you think if they can get it together, yes. you know, there's a chance that. You know,
0: the likes of um, Fleetwood, Carlisle, Shrewsbury will, be, looking Shrewsbury over will be
1: the will be the ones that are dragged mm. into it. You sure. know, I, I, for a long time I was reluctant to say that we were in a re- relegation battle. I must admit, but I look at it now, and I think I think it's hard but to argue. they're not scoring,
0: the if not scoring, Ollie. I mean, look, it's 46 games, so you know they've got another 36 games to go. Loads can happen. I, I feel, I mean, to me and from what obviously you can correct me, I'm from the outside looking in, but the the kind of. Look, you know, from what Mickey Moore was saying and, and 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 obviously Taylor, what they needed to do, it was it was always going to be a transitional season. And I feel like a successful season this year with the budget that they had been given compared to what they had last season. I, I guess a little bit like Wolves, just um, to a extent. I know you don't like me to compare them, but a good season for Wolves this season would be being safe and not being in a relegation battle come the last eight to 10 games, not being an absolute dogfight. And I feel like that would be still the case with Shrewsbury and they'd probably take that. Do you agree?
1: I don't think the fans would take it. OK. Um, I feel as though... Th- what the do they s- want?
0: They want mid-table, do they? Well, I think,
1: you know, me and Johnny have spoken about this, quite, uh, like, at length uh, on this podcast. And it it, They the, the finished 12th last year mm-hmm. and then now we've got a whole new squad, a yeah. whole new team mm. that... And I don't think the fans can kind of get their head around about what the, what the bloody hell happened, um, but why this has changed. So, you know, if you were supporting a football club and they'd finished 12th and then suddenly, yeah. you know, there's loads of change at your club over the summer and then you're in a relegation scrap, you'd be, mm. well, you'd be frankly quite annoyed, yeah. wouldn't you? especially yeah, yeah. when you don't know why that's happened. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's where the fans frustration comes from. You know, we know more, We're in in our privileged position in the media, we know more about why these things happen. Um, (laughs) However, they are, you know, they can be murky and they can be incredibly difficult to report. Um, Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) Shrewsby are, you know, the fact of the matter is they are where they are now. I don't Mm -hmm. think the fans would be particularly happy about them being in a relegation battle, but I see quite a lot of fans tweeting me saying we're on our way to League Two. So, I think they think we are. And it's hard to say that we're not. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, we ain't scored since the 26th of August. We're now in October. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't, it's. I don't
0: believe. I don't believe there's any pressure on Matt Taylor at this moment in time because it's it's all new, and I think that he's got the backing, and I think the board have got have backed him. But there comes a point, Ollie, and I'm talking about before Christmas, where if you're not winning games at all, and you're not scoring goals, and you keep on getting beat, there, there's going to be pressure on this guy, isn't there? Um. And there'll always be a watershed moment or a watershed game where you think he needs a result here. Are we starting to even approach? I'm not saying a watershed game for Matt Taylor in terms of his job security, but a watershed moment maybe in terms of the fans saying, I've had enough now. The majority of him saying, like, he's not, you know, he's not for us. He didn't do it at Warsaw. He's maybe not a coach. Oh, you know, he's a good coach, but not a manager. We need to move on here. Is there a watershed moment from, from the tide turning in terms of the majority of the support?
1: To, to be fair, I, th- I think the supports. I, I don't know because it's whether you. It's it's the.
0: Is it waning? I mean, it's waning, isn't it? Already, I think it's waning already, mate. To be honest,
1: yeah. I think it's waning already. Um, to be, I, I fear for what the atmosphere will be like in the ground if they do not get a good result on Saturday. I yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was kind of alluding to. Really.
1: I really fear for it. Um, I've had fans tweeting me already saying, if we don't get a good result on Saturday, it's going to be toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I yeah, I, I feel we're at the point where we need a result. I don't think no, we need a result for for, for for you know, otherwise Matt will lose his job. I, I don't think mm, we're at that mm. stage. But no, no, no. I think I think when the results keep going one way, that the difficulty is is that then it becomes even harder for Matt to turn it around. In sure. a, not in a not in a sense of. Because, you know, say if they lose the next couple, but then he wins mm-hmm. a game, it'll just be like, well, it's inevitable that, you know, he's he's got he's got, he's got they've then got to go on a run to kind of bring yeah. it back. Do you know what sure. I mean? It's not just a yeah. case where they can get a win and a draw and everything's mm-hmm. feeling a little bit rosier again. It, it's mm-hmm. harder to bring it back because actually everyone's thinking, well, okay, yeah, we've won one game, but the inevitable is going to happen. You know. Yeah, that's cool that's this like the, the situation with it so it feels like they need a win sooner rather than later you know i like him i like matt taylor and i want him to be i want him he's a really really nice bloke um now fans ain't gonna want to wear that because they ain't bother whether he's a nice bloke or not course, but he's yeah. a really really nice man um he's got a lot of time for you on a on a personal level um obviously he knew we, he knew that we were having those meetings at work yesterday and after they'd just been battered three nil
0: mm-hmm. he came
1: out he came out and, and he said to me he said oh how did your meeting go and i oh, was like that, that that's 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 like that's a, it's a really
0: mm-hmm. like
1: nice thing to human human yeah, yeah. so it, and you know he's a really lovely bloke and i really mm-hmm. want him to be successful and he wants it so bad sure he's absolutely desperate to make it successful mm-hmm. um so you know it. it it's it's what we want it I want I want him to do well yeah of course Nights no, like last, last night uh you know they're, they're tough to they're tough to report on without being Absolutely. critical because
0: yeah no, no one's Look, I think that's that's why I do a good job here, Ollie, because you know you've got to as much as you want, and we all become not, not emotionally involved, but we all we all root for people, we all root for our clubs, and we want them to do well. Especially when you you know you're kind of involved at the training ground every week, when you're when you're at games every week. Well, I know you've only done a couple of games this season so far, but you know yeah, hopefully later yeah. in the season you might be able to put back-to-back um, games <laughs> together. Uh, but it's it's you, you do you know you you have relationships with these people, and so it, it's it's important for you to kind of like. Um, be positive when you want to be. Of course, we want your club to win. We want them to, you everybody wants to write, you know, great stories about it, everybody happy. I mean, that that's when the job's great. But you know, it's it's that you've got to be critical when it happens. And I think the club understand that. You know, maybe people in the past haven't, but I think now and the regime understand that you've got to be critical. You've got to go in here and you know, you've got to call a spade a spade. And there's an integrity point of view there. And I think Matt Taylor knows that as well. He understands the game. Um, maybe perhaps people predecessors hadn't, but he understands now that if they play and you get beat, Shoes get beat 3-0 at Oxford, you can't come up here and say, through rose-tinted spectacles and say, well, yeah, but this was good or that was good. No one's going to listen to that. So the fact that you come in, I'm not saying slating them, but you've got to be honest. And, and that's the way it goes. We all want them to do well. But end of the day, you're just on results. I think it's balance, isn't it? It's all about mm-hmm. balance.
1: And on Saturday, I looked at that game and thought, yeah, yeah, there's some real positives to take. Yeah, OK, we're still not scoring, but there's some positives to take out of that game. Yeah. I can see, I can see progression.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think a lot of fans felt like that. That was mm-hmm. the vibe that I got in, in general. Um, but it feels like we're back a little bit back to square one after last night because because we were so hopeless, really.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Look, Wolves can't score. Uh, Wolves can't score. They, well, they can't score apart from against Manchester City. Um, Shrewsbury can't score on the pitch, uh, but but Shrewsbury Town fans can score off it. Do you know how they can do that, Ollie Westbury, my friend? Competition time. Hey, it's KellynToasterman.co.uk, baby. Kellen Toasterman, all your Aww. one-stop shop for graded product specialist small appliances, large appliances, floor care, personal care, catering, cookware, outdoor living, clearance, mobility, and spares. And today. Mr. Ollie Westby. We're not giving away a kettle. We're not giving away a toaster. I'm hosting, so that means that it's prize time. Johnny Drury will hate me for saying this because he doesn't like giving away prizes, but when I'm doing it, I'm giving away some prizes, baby, and I'm giving you something that I think any journalist, it's essential for any single journalist, I say that, any any man in the country, and woe man as well from time to time as well, but you need this in your house, in your home, and that is, when you get back, From a long day, whether it's a Saturday afternoon and you got beat 1-0, or a Tuesday evening where you got beat 3-0, or a Wednesday where you've won 4-0, you you want something easy, Ollie. You want to cook something that you you don't have to prep, you don't have to go through an hour of prep and marinating and stuff like that. What you want is to bang something in the microwave. And I'm giving away today, on Saturday, a beautiful Tower T240 manual solo microwave. It's gold chrome, rose gold. It looks unbelievable. And I'm giving it away. Let's give it away. 800 watts manual microwave 20 liter capacity 30 minute manual timer it is absolutely gorgeous beautiful it comes with an array of special products and uh, we're giving it away because there's only one left in stock and we're the ones who have got it how's that
1: that's out that is that's that's absolutely superb and um, you know when you say you're giving it away um yeah I'll be giving it away to staff by any chance because I'm in um, need of a microwave.
0: <laughs> well, look, I mean, if you guess the prediction right, Ollie, and you would retweet or quote <laughs> tweet your tweet, then maybe you can uh, you can enter the competition myself. You do have to say who the winner is prior to kickoff with the correct score, and if you do say congratulations, Ollie Westbury, I feel like there may be Steward's Inquiry. Steward's Inquiry <laughs> uh, into the results. So we shall see. But you know, you try and look and see what happens. Uh, but like I said, you if you want to be the in with chance of winning. I? well you do at the moment yeah we will come on to the preview in a little bit after questions but um do you know how much um this this retails for
1: um 900 pounds
0: Oh, I mean, it's a little bit, a little bit less than that. <laughs> but I like the way you, I like the way you um, you started off um, a little bit higher because yes, if you don't win the competition, you can also buy it. It's lower. It's it's not even 100 pounds. It's not 70 pounds. It's not 60 pounds. It's 55 pounds. It was brand new. It's an absolute bargain. It can be yours for free if you retweet Ollie's tweet when he tweets this out and um, the the Shrews Views podcast. Or of course, you can go to kellentoastman.co.uk and you can buy one. You can add it to your basket and you've got it, baby. So make sure you do. Uh, and we will be predicting the score in a little while to see who wins that first of all we'll take some of your questions before we preview the game against northampton on saturday i know i'm running over a little bit ollie so i apologize i know you've got stuff to do with the house but uh, i'm just trying to find and buy myself time with some questions here we go um let's have a look um do you have does uh, matt taylor have the backing of the shrewsbury town board says bruce
1: yes absolutely 100 percent Uh, I like it. I know you've got to go now with those short answers, but I like it. No, 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 no. no, That wasn't even a short answer. I I don't believe... I don't believe... I mean, this is only my opinion, by the way. I've Mm. not got this on good authority, but I don't believe that Matt Taylor's job is under any threat whatsoever right now. Mm -hmm. We're 10 games into a season. Um, Mickey Moore said uh, at the start of the season, don't judge me after five games. Judge it after an extended period. He will be given time, how much time he will be given to, to get it right. I'm not 100% sure, but he will be given time. I don't I don't see... It. Matt Taylor is under pressure for results, but not for his job, just because mm-hmm. Trudy Town need results.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I agree. Uh, will, how long, in your opinion, um, until this position is untenable? Uh, there's been some decent performances, but the players don't seem fit. And with the lack of goals, something eventually going to have to give. Players don't seem fit. Do you agree with that first before you go to the... <laughs>
1: No, I don't agree with that. I mean, I see a lot of people say that. I mean, it's only an opinion, isn't it? And obviously what happened in the second half of games, I mean, Shrewsbury. you know, there was a trend, wasn't there, where they kept conceding in the last 20 minutes of games and they've had meeting after meeting. And i tell you why I don't think that there's a fitness issue because they've got the same leading fitness coach as they had last year. You know, Chris Wally is still the fitness coach and I know what his attention to detail is and I see what the players do after a game the amount of running that they do so I don't I I don't think it's a fitness issue I I, I really don't I mean the players work so hard after a match with the amount the players that don't play with the amount of running that they have to do they do mm-hmm. five times the amount of running that mm-hmm. I saw them doing last year um mm-hmm. you know they do they do sprints and then and then you see them all charging around the pitch and doing laps of the pitch. I reckon they must do about between ten and twenty laps of the pitch. And mm-hmm. Tamishi Sabawale is always first. Um, so they oh. do those after the game. So you know, I feel like it's an easy, it's an easy, it's an easy criticism to, yeah, to, to, yeah. to say that the players aren't fit enough. Sure. You know, I just think at the moment they're just not playing well enough. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, like a, as a general rule, like they have played well in patches, but as a general mm. rule. They're just not playing well enough, and you know you can try and blame it on fitness, but I just feel like that's an easy dig. Like managers yeah, do yeah. that all the time, don't they? They come sure. in, they come in. after not the players group. aren't fit enough. Yeah, our yeah. players aren't fit enough. It's like well, that's an easy
0: win, and it's an easy. It's an We've had three criticism. managers at Wolves have come in and said the players aren't fit enough every single time. I mean, crikey! I mean, the, the first manager, there must have been there must have been all twenty five stone and, and rolling <laughs> like snails. Crikey!
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that there sometimes isn't an element of truth to it, but mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a very of, you know what I mean? Like it's very.
0: I feel like some. I mean, look, the players are pretty much at 95% of the physical fitness, whether they're in Premier League or League One or League Two. You know, of course, there's a, there's a little bit of difference in some of them, but I, I, yeah, I mean, if you can get an extra five, ten percent, and of course all the, you know, all the the um, the strength and conditioning, etc., maybe goes up, and sports science maybe gets a little bit more um, niche. I think the further you go up the table, I get that, but we're talking small percentages here. I, I think maybe more it's more like there's a comfort zone for players. I think people in, in all w- walks of life get into a bit of a comfort zone and maybe they're not pushing themselves. I feel like it's more about that than than the actual fitness, but I feel like fitness is sometimes, as you say, only blamed a little bit. And it's a bit of an easy cop out.
1: Yeah, I might write a story about it actually. I might see if I can get yes, some ideas. Yes, I like I'm it. Not, get
0: get some ideas flowing in this podcast.
1: I might see if I can get some data from the club on the on the players' Sounds running
0: good. stats. Because I I mean, maybe, maybe go down, maybe go down to the training ground and maybe uh, talk to a little bit and maybe do a little bit of an in depth interview. I could bring the old camera down, we can make a day of it. Go to a pub, maybe a little bit of shrews cider. I mean, I'll have some egg bites already. I'll have some
1: protein egg bites.
0: I mean, I could show you a proper, some proper protein red pepper egg bites, mate.
1: Um, so yes, so so yeah, I mean, that's a good idea, actually. I might see if I can Mm. get some data from the club on the running stats because I feel like it's a really harsh criticism that. Yeah, we we don't know how far they're running. We just don't. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. But mm-hmm. I just don't think that I don't think that that's the reason that we are where we are because the players aren't fit enough.
0: And that's I think what, the good thing with the communication between us and the club is that they'll probably be pretty open to that as well. Um, probably finish this uh, finish this podcast and they'll say absolutely not. These are <laughs> confidential yeah, yeah. information. But I feel like they'll be open to, to doing some kind of a piece or analysis piece on that. And I think it'd be interesting for, for people listening. Let us know um, and you know let all they you know as well. Uh, Ollie, what's your Twitter address or X address, whatever you bloody call it these days? Uh,
1: um, it's at Ollie Westbury, I think. I'll have to check. Ah. I'm going to go on it now.
0: <laughs> okay, go on it now. At Ollie Westbury, um, you know, if you have got any ideas or any things that were, you, you would be, you know, suggestions. I know Ollie's always open to them as well. So if you think there'd be some interesting pieces that you'd like to read in the paper or or online, then please give him a buzz. And I'm sure, you know, if it's tenable, if it's viable, then he'll definitely look at that and put it into his um. You know into his his, his note section and, and hopefully file it away for a rainy day and you can look at doing some pieces can't you
1: yeah i mean that's it's a good idea I, I'm, I'm always open to ideas mm-hmm. of what fans want to read to be fair exactly. um, i've got i've got some ideas and some 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 people and stories that i'm chasing up for lines to try and provide mm-hmm. provide a little bit of insight at the moment i suppose especially you know with with the way that, the, that we're going going at the moment that you know, we want we want to try and bring like real exclusive exclusive stories and exclusive yeah. stuff that, that we can bring to fans that you can't read anywhere else so yeah. Yeah, if anyone's got any ideas then i'm all ears all ears, all ears
0: them, baby all ears um robo says only Cheltenham have scored fewer goals than us out of the 92 premier league and efl teams does the problem run deeper than just the strikers last season our center backs and midfielders made big goal contributions
1: well yeah i mean the fact of the matter is yes it does doesn't it like <laughs> you know the center backs I think one of the things that I've noticed about Shrewsbury's lack of goals this season is that, you know, last year we didn't score that many goals from open play. They, you know, Matt Pennington scored six, Shay Dunkley yeah. scored six. You know, we were we were scoring so many goals from set pieces. You know, Luke Lee scored eight penalties. You wow. know, you know, you know, free kicks. That we're not scoring the same amount of goals that we did from as Mickey Moore called them restarts,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: just think. That that plays that plays a big that plays a big part. Um, you know, we're not quite we're not we're not quite, you know, putting the ball in the onion basket. You, you know, and we're not quite we're not looking a threat from them either. To be perfectly honest with you, I mean, we mm. don't particularly look like scoring from them. So I'm not sure whether that's a yeah. I don't know what the reason for that is, but but you know, we were one of, we were up there for like one of the highest sides for our effectiveness from set plays. And mm. you know, you take that out, and then suddenly you're taking a lot of goals out. Yeah. Um, and I know it's like nobody wants to be known as a set piece team. Sure. But you've got to score, you got to score, haven't you? You've got to, you know, I mean, I'd take a Shea Dunkley header at the back post to give us a 1 0 win on Saturday. Absolutely. 100%. Mm. So, mm. you know, take like an G, mate. Yeah. Any which way, just get the ball in the net.
0: Um, I'm not going to answer this, uh, whatever. But I, I was interesting with the three people he, or two of the people he put alongside it. He said, "Jamie says, who is your favourite clown? Ronald McDonald, Pennywise, or Matt Taylor?" Um, only because uh, I've got a story about Ronald McDonald, and uh, I've got well, I'm a big I'm a big horror fan. I don't know whether you like a horror movie or not. Um,
1: no, I'll be scared out my wits. Oh
0: really? One of these people? Yeah. Oh, come on! I feel like it's good Sorry. to be scared in a horror movie, you know, and. Uh, people have been listening to, listening to this going, bloody hell, can we just get can we just get Drury back? Because we're going off of tangents everywhere here. But I'm sorry, when you're that bad at this moment in time, we need to go off tangents, otherwise we're going to jump off the nearest bridge. But Penny <laughs> is, Pennywise, it is is probably one of the, the original it is one of the most scariest films of all time. That's one of those where you think about it, you obviously watch it normally younger than what you're supposed to, and it just preys on you. It's one of those that you feels okay at the time, but when you go to bed at night, You know, two days later, five days later, you see a red balloon, you see a clown at circus. Not good. Um, So I'm going to get you to watch a horror movie some some, somewhere down the line, especially Halloween coming up as well, which is my big Halloween fan. Ronald McDonald. So um, I stole. uh, <laughs> pretty much uh, this week, or just this week gone, uh, unfortunately, you will be disappointed in me. I was at Ipswich. I say I stole. I mean, I, I did break the law to a certain extent. Me and uh, me and the old keynote, we just got beat three to Ipswich for Wolves. I'm sure the Shrewsbury fans will be delighted. And we were going back to record a podcast at the Holiday Inn Express Ipswich at about 12:30 a.m. And there was a drive-through McDonald's right by us. And you'd be proud of me because I don't really do takeaways we went in now i ordered a grilled chicken wrap to go so it wasn't terrible but we drove around the first bay window and you know where you have to pay first don't you before you go on and then you get your food yeah so the first bay window comes and we're there and i'm sat in the car and it's a minute goes two minutes goes and these these doors haven't opened that they come and get you, food, you sorry pay you pay your money so uh three minutes goes i'm like oh, come on what's going on here like there's no one in front of us there's no one behind us so I beep and Kina like slumps in his seat. So like, you can't beep. I'm like, well, I want to pay. I want to get my. F- I want to get my food. No one comes. So I'm like, well, bugger it. I'm driving to the next one. So I drove to the next window. The guy's there gives me my food. Doesn't ask me anything. What'd do you do? <laughs> well, I Drive off and go. <laughs> we, got free, we got two free chicken grilled chicken wraps and we got um we got um some chicken tenders for free. So you know I would like to say I feel guilty, but the person at the checkout in that first booth should feel guilty and not guilty. <laughs> Is it stealing, or is it just you? Just you know, <clears> your That's seat? their incompetence. I'll be getting a call from the police. Uh, Switched later yeah. on. Saturday well, at least you admitted
1: it, admitted it live, like, in a public domain. <laughs> <It's all
0: laughs> I'm sure McDonald's
1: well. have got bigger problems than coming chasing after I, you, Junior.
0: I reckon they have. Although I'm sure there'll be a couple of tweets saying at McDonald's these two watch them. Um, Wendy's World. What do you make of the um, official supporters' coach to Oxford being cancelled? Seen some of the tweets this week saying that home attendance figures are falling as well. Uh, two things on that. Disappointed
1: okay. Disappointed about the um, away coach.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's a shame. Um, it's always difficult getting fans to travel away on a... I mean, I know Oxford's not... It's not It's not a big away day, but... No. You know, it's always hard to get the fans to, to travel, um, mm. you know, on a big away day on a weeknight. So, I don't... Yeah. Um, but I suppose fans aren't particularly inspired by what they're seeing on the field at the moment so if you've got to make a choice you know times are hard it's expensive Mm -hmm. they will probably be making the choice to you know pass and not go to that one so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah I think it's a shame Um, with regards to the home attendances what I would say is you have to judge them based on the overall season because at the moment Shrewsbury haven't played a big side yet and when they play mm-hmm. a big side the attendance is always way higher when they played derby mm-hmm. last year there was over 7000 there you know mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't had we haven't had a, a game yet where you know we, we've welcomed one of those so these so called big teams yet so so mm-hmm. the, the, the attendance figures are going to be affected by the teams that you welcome in you know when you yeah. so that's what I would that's what I would I'd, that's why I'd urge on the on, on the sign of okay, that's fair, that's a trend, mm-hmm. but let's wait until we get you know all the all. The, I mean, if the results keep going the way they are, then then attendance figures ain't going to come back, are they? But sure, but let's let's wait a little bit until we see you know some of the bigger games because it caveats the statistics, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. you know, obviously, like I say, like when Derby County came to the Meadow last year, there was over yeah. seven thousand there, and I think it was similar yeah. from when Ipswich came, so. Mm-hmm you have to bear in mind those things because that's how you get your average attendance, isn't it? And, you know, it's, they're out like this, but they, they change the average attendance, but yeah, it has something that I have noticed. Um And, you know, and the way to do it is to improve results. That's what they need to do.
0: Shrewsbury town, early Westbury against Northampton town, 19th versus 17th, big game at the Meadow. Um, from a, from a formation, from a team point of view, what does Matt Taylor do? Do we see all these four come back into the side? Of course, yeah, I think so. one in force change. But are they all are they all in?
1: Yeah, I'd just pick the same team that we had on Saturday that did really yeah. well. Um, yeah. I don't know why we changed it. Well, I do know why we changed it because Matt's, Matt's mm. explained why we changed it. But mm-hmm. in, yeah, um, I'd just pick that team again. Um, yeah. It's just a big game. I mean, you know. It, I think that's the big thing. He's brought this, this criticism's like, you know, if we'd have picked the same team and he'd have taken them all off after 60 minutes because they were tired, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that's kind of like, and we'd have lost. you'd be like, well, fair enough. Like, yeah, whatever, what yeah. have you, but it, it, it just kind of brought this criticism on. Like, mm-hmm. it was just a bit needless. It was like mm-hmm. the narrative had changed before the game had even started. It's like, what's going yes. on here? Yeah. It's just like, you know, like you'd have thought, just keep your head down, pick your best team and just try and mm-hmm. try and get a result. Um, sure. So yeah, what we're, we're going to, we're gonna to have to see, aren't we? We're gonna to have to see. Um, it's gonna be. Um, so it's gonna. It's a. It's a massive game. It really is a massive game, mm-hmm. and I'd go as far as saying it's not. It's not. We're not too far away from must win territory because I think they've mm-hmm. got some tricky. Ge- they got some tricky games coming up after that. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Ollie were there on Saturday, so uh, Ollie, I'll go first with the prediction, and then I'll leave it to you um, for the big, the big microwave from KellenToastman.co.uk. I'm gonna say. I mean, look, they've only scored four goals all season, Shrewsbury. They've won three of those games, so it doesn't take a genius to work out if they are going to win this game, what the scoreline is going to be. I'm going to say they do. It. I'm going to say they do. It. They get that home win after the home advantage pays. I don't know how it's going to come. I don't know whether it's off the backside of someone. Or it's going to be an own goal. Whether it's going to be um, a dirty set piece that um, goes in off someone's back shoulder, I don't care. I'm going to say Shrewsbury Town one, Northampton Town nil. I'm going to go. Oh, here Town. we go. This is the money. This is the money, baby. This is the big. Shrewsbury Town
1: two. Oh, doubling the okay. Uh, I'm doubling, yeah. I'm optimistic, you know. I'm optimistic. Okay. Um, Northampton Town one. Wow, two one three D- Dan goals. Danudo, Dan Udo to score.
0: Oh, I love it. I'd be nice to see Udo score, wouldn't it? Get that uh, get that smile back again. Um, Ollie, so uh, to win that microwave, Ollie will uh, will select from all the people who've retweeted or quote tweeted, uh, his Shrewsbury Shrewsviews views uh, tweet. So make sure you do that before the weekend uh, get listening to this of course and um if that score comes in if it issues with town two uh Northampton town one and Ollie selects you then you have one and microwave it will be on the way to you so make sure you do that make sure you publicize it get it out there and if you haven't got someone who's listened to this before who's a Shrewsbury town fan maybe even just a football fan give them a nudge get them to listen to it and then they can say that's an hour wasted that I'll never ever get back but hey ho you know we've tried you've tried we appreciate it we appreciate you give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts if you get the chance and uh, we love you all. Ollie, it's a pleasure. We don't get to do this often. I'm actually down to do a Shoesby game or two in the next month or so. so oh, I'm that's fantastic. To do that. ah. Yeah, I've just uh, just done my schedule for October. Now, but let me try and work out, let's see uh, what, what game you need to... I mean, I say I'm doing it with you. More than likely, you'll be ill or off or on holiday, so it'll be with someone else. But, sad, yeah, sad. I have, got, I have got a couple of games. I think November the 6th, I believe, I've got a game. it after fireworks there'll be a lot of air. shrewsbury versus north up oh! shrewsbury versus northampton again can't be right i've got that wrong haven't i unless Probably. it's
1: uh what'd you say november the six i've got yeah. the fixtures all in my phone in
0: my calendar hang on let me have a look. November the 7th Shrews... uh, shrewsbury versus bolton oh
1: that's a midweek game isn't it that's mid-week a midweek game. game 745
0: yeah, yeah. 745 baby i shall be there i'm looking forward to it yeah uh,
1: nice one it's... nice one
0: it's gonna be um, it's gonna be yeah, Sheffield the seventh. Don't know why I put Northampton there. Let me just change that now. Uh, Sheffield versus Bolton. Uh, that should be a fun game. But no, I think I've got a couple of ones as well. So um, yeah, it'd be nice to see you in person, hold your hand, and um, and treat you to some egg whites. So yeah. thank you very much for listening, everybody. Two one, hopefully on Saturday. Then make sure you retweet, get yourself involved in the prize draw from me from Ollie. Have a great weekend. We'll see you at the Meadow on Saturday. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>